Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boom goes the dynamite. It's the Leafs weekender, and if you're familiar with it, you know how it rolls. We got Leaf games on the docket, questions and things we want to ask each other and just vent about. But ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, we are proudly brought to you by our friends over at Boxing Rock Brewing Co. Check out their puck off Lagerdale. It's the big beer for the big podcast, and we're going to start this one off with condolences to the Snow family. Uh, Chris Snow, as you all know, battling an illness um, and fought valiantly for the past three years, uh, furthering research, um, putting himself basically on the line to help others down the line. Um, It's never easy to say goodbye. Even in his passing, he's still helping others. Dylan, I know this stuff, it's really close to home to you. Um, You know, having battled something serious like cancer yourself, um, you know, seeing someone fight a disease, you know, it's it's always probably a memory trigger for you and something you cheer for. And I saw your post of how he was an inspiration for you. Um, yeah, just our condolences to the Snow family. Uh, we're thinking of you. And obviously, uh, Chris is going to leave a lasting impact, not only in the hockey world, but in life in general for many people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think I just read the statement from uh, Tree Living. Um, obviously, he worked very closely with him uh, during his tenure in Calgary. Um, it's not easy going through uh, any, you know, even just seasonal uh, illness, but um, it takes a very strong individual to battle through something that is deteriorating your body, breaking you down for years at a time. And um, I am glad that his legacy will be forever uh, lived on through uh, the ALS and the hockey world. Um, And uh, he touched very, very many lives. So um, our condolences are obviously with the Snow family in this very, very difficult time. Well said, Dylan. Well said. And yeah, you touched on it. Uh, Craig Conroy, Brad Treliving, um, anyone who has worked or been around him has released uh, a statement on Chris Snow and just his impact in their lives and the way that he's helped them and shown them, you know, 
true strength is uh, is something that comes from within, and that's something that Chris Snow definitely battled with. And I mean, um, it's never easy to pivot from opening an episode like that. But speaking of battling, there's a goaltender, Andre Vasilevsky, who's going to be battling um, to get himself back into the crease for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and which may set the Tampa Bay Lightning back quite far. Uh, as he will be out for eight to ten weeks with a uh, back surgery, back injury, um, similar to what Mark Stone had, from what I'm understanding, the type of surgery. Um, I don't know if the item removed from his back was as grotesque as what came out of Mr. Mark Stone, but uh, he's not going to be there for a little bit. And even still, I said this the other day, too, when the injury broke. Coming back eight to ten weeks later, you still have to build your mental confidence back, confidence in your body back, Get your rhythm, get your time, and get your movements. So eight to ten weeks is the timeline to return, but it's not the timeline to get back to being Andre Vasilevsky. I don't care what athlete you are. Every athlete talks about the mental hurdles of returning from bigger injuries and how it takes time to get up to playing speed and get rolling. And for Andre Vasilevsky, just per se, two months into the season, at that point, Tampa's going to be probably crying for him back. And going to need him, and he's going to be thrown right into the fire, right into the thick of it, and it's going to be a big-time adjustment for him, and hopefully he doesn't re-aggravate anything. But, Dylan, what do you think of the big cat going down for 8 to 10? It's it's tough, man. I, I And I think this probably is a, a direct, um, direct consultate. I, I don't know if that's a proper word. It's a direct reason from all the actual load that he's been playing over what five years, he's taken a lot on. And I know you talked about Mark stone there and it was similar to his, it might be similar to his uh, surgery, but I think it's also very different in the way that he comes back because he's a goalie. He plays 60 minutes. Right. And he's, you know, he's not the only, like, I think Tampa relies on him a little too much. And as they should, he's the best goalie in the league right now. But um, I don't know who they're going to replace him with. Um, I know that they have a couple of young guys coming up. That's what I was going to search. But um, Vasilevsky is is the man, and I hope he comes back uh, well. Not only... I, not because of the rivalry, but uh, he's a great guy, and I always wish great players speedy recoveries. Um, he's also in one of my fantasies, and I have him as a keeper. So, it uh, my my draft strategy has kind of moved in a different direction. Uh, at least I had three good goalies last year, and I can pick I picked two of them and a forward to to keep in in my keeper. So, I have I have two goalies. Ottinger will take the load for, for the time being. So I just have to maybe correlate a little bit different of a draft strategy going forward with that. But uh, I hope he has a speedy recovery. And I wouldn't be surprised if it if it leans into like 12 weeks rather than rather than 10, just so that, you know, like I know that he's very persistent on, you know, if he sucks, he wants to stay out there, even if it's a 7-1 game. Yeah. But I can see like John being like, listen, like you had an injury. We're going to play you one, two periods. And then we're going to pull you just so that we can 
help you get into the movement of things rather than, you know, like it is a season, a seasonal game. It's not a playoff game. So it doesn't yeah. have to do those injuries. Right. Well, I think too, you'll see Andre Vachilevsky get those, um, those rehab starts sort of speak down in the minors. The conditioning stint is the words I was yeah, looking for. He'll go down there and, and reap those rewards for that. But uh, yeah, it sucks for the Tampa Bay lightning. It is another team's gain and we'll see what happens if Ottawa or Buffalo or Detroit or any of those teams can maybe uh, jump ahead of Tampa and make it interesting. You yeah, know, they might haven't been. It might be solidified down the stretch. Like they might still squeak in, but those teams that are knocking at the door, this is the opportunity now to take advantage of the the well, opportunity. Let's talk one thing too. Like a lot of things are not being said about the Tampa Bay Lightning. If this was Toronto and their starting goaltender went down like this, it'd be a big thing. But the other thing, too, is a disgruntled Stamkos. Let's not mm-hmm. discount that and how that might affect the room because that is a very tightly knitted group. And you yep. listen to Mikhail Sergachev on 32 Thoughts talking about how these guys are very bound together. you know. And now you have Stamkos out there saying that he's you know, frustrated and he's upset and discouraged. And you know that really will affect the morale of the room. And then Vashi not being there to you know, put the puck you know, stop the puck. Those things are going to be huge for Tampa Bay. Then another glue guy and Alex Kalorn's gone, you know? Yep. He just got injured too. This team may be poised for that step back that we've been talking about for Boston. So we'll see, but uh, all the best to Andre Vasilevsky. We hope you get back on the ice soon, man. Did you want to tap into that Stamkos talk a little bit more or have you, have you touched on it? Oh, we've touched on it a couple of times, but I mean, at the same time, it's still, I don't feel like anybody's talking about it. They're all just shrugging it off like it doesn't matter. And, I mean, if that were in Toronto and that was happening here and one of our players said that, it'd be like alarm bells going off. Yeah, you know? yeah, no. It's – I think it's a – as as Biz says it on, on Spit and Chicklets, it's a pee-pee whack. Like, you have given this organization everything and the – two times you have come up for contract talks. They have left you until the last second. Now this isn't the last second yet, of course, but uh, Julian Breezeball hasn't even contacted him to talk about an extension. And all the other guys on the team have gotten contracts signed the year before free agency. It seems kind of fishy. It's a, obviously gives Stamkos a sour taste in his mouth. Like, he, he's the captain of of what I would say close to a dynasty, man. Like he's given everything. He's been through a lot of injuries and he has over a thousand games. He has over a thousand points. Like this guy mm. wants to stay in Tampa. But no, he definitely does. He's the that. captain of the team. It's it's wild to see this happen. Um, and you know, it's you look at the players now that are starting to come out. There's lots of different players starting to speak their piece. And, you know, use their voice. And this is kind of like one of those things where maybe they're trying to push back on that and be like, you know, keep your mouth closed, you know, keep things quiet, keep it within the organization, et cetera, et cetera, where the dichotomy and the shift in players is starting to happen, where the yep. players are starting to realize they have more power than they thought. And, you know, maybe this was one of those ploys by Stamkos and, you know, Breeze Bras trying to stomp it out and just say, hey, this isn't going to happen here. So, We'll see how it all plays out. But I think there's a lot of discontent in Tampa Bay with the Samkos thing and now with Vasilevsky. But 
where there isn't discontent right now is in Maple Leaf land. And the cowboy, yeehaw, Mr. Easton Cowan. Hey, and everybody was down on that pick, and he's looking pretty darn good right now. And then another guy that everybody was like, oh, he's not going to be ready for years, Frazier Minton. I want to get your thoughts on these two so far through camp, through to Traverse City camp, through into our camp, and now playing in the preseason. These guys do not look out of place. I know it's not full NHL rosters, but it's a step up in competition. They're playing against men, and they're not looking out of place, which is awesome. You get to see Easton Cowan firsthand, so we'll start with him. What do you think of Easton Cowan? Man, I like I've seen how many points he's he's had, and like it wasn't like jaw dropping what he produced last year, but there is like for his size, I think he's six or six foot one, and he just loves to hound for the puck. If I if that's the right way to say it. He is like a bulldog. He he wants the puck. He's hungry all the time. And he is his positioning in these games that at least I've noticed is A1. Like he knows where he needs to be to score goals. He knows where he needs to be to set up guys for scoring opportunities. And he just I think he's doing everything correct. Like we all know that the London Knights and the Hunters produce very, very good hockey players. They bring in and attract a lot of great hockey players. But I think that this was a project. And I do actually vividly remember Mitch Marner when he was like a rookie-ish in, uh, in London. And I was like, Oh damn, like this guy looks like a kid amongst kids. Like he he looks like he's not going to be good, but he proved that he could dominate at that level and then he proved that he can dominate in the NHL. I th- I think uh Easton Cowan is just I mean, besides being around so many former London Knights, he's just, he's just loving the moment right now and he's trying to prove that being a first rounder was the right choice for anybody that did take the chance on him. And thankfully it was the Leafs. What was, what, what is your initial feeling with him? Like, listen, here's my thing with Easton Cowan. Okay. And a lot of people ragged on me the other day about this and that's fine. Go ahead and rag on me. When you have a guy like this, that it's just playing out of his mind and showing you what he can bring and just adding a little spark to this team. I'm all about rewarding a guy and putting something in his hip pocket to take with him as he goes. Now, the preseason, chef's kiss. Great. You're doing awesome. Yeah, buddy. Give the guy a couple of games to play in the, the regular season. Just a couple of games in his hip pocket. you got nine to burn. And people are like, well, what about the roster? Where, who are you kicking out of the lineup? There's guys that will be nicked up. There's guys that will be banged up. Hi, Callie Yarncroak. You're banged up now. So if you're nicked up, Sit down for a couple games and let this kid check out what actual NHL games feel like and then say, Easton, you've done amazing. Thank you. You've checked all the boxes. Go crush it for the London Knights and come on back next camp and we'll have a spot for you. You know, just reward him for what he's done. Simply saying you played in the preseason. Thank you. See you later. 
I get it, but I don't think that's the right thing to do here. I think you got to reward the guy for what he's done and just dig into the hype a little bit, man. Oh, yeah. Allow this to be a thing. Allow this to be the cowboy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's trust me, it's pretty pretty live here in London. Um, I know that I don't know what awards. It might be the Canadian Country Music Awards that were uh, here a year or two ago. And these boys love the country. Um, but uh, Callan has surprised me. And I'm very, very happy that he's being taken under the wing with uh, Domi. I saw that uh, Domi was asked that question uh, from... Uh, I don't know if it was um, Terry or not, but um, you know, it's, it's good to see the former London night guys uh, take each other under their wings. And uh, Easton Cowan loves the London Knights so much that he was watching. Uh, he was watching their first game on the iPad. So um, hats off to him. There's also uh, some, uh, some decent, decent guys in, in uh, London that have popped off the, first couple games so i'm also actually really excited to watch them this year yeah i know it's gonna be fun to watch easton Callan ride with the london knights now the other guy is fraser mitten um he's a guy for me as well i mean can't give everybody a nine game look i think easton Callan's really earned it fraser mittens look good but you know what this is a guy right now that's riding on an all-time high send him back and let him be that veteran forward and let him dominate i want easton Callan where he's young to have that feeling I want Frazier Minton to go down and be a leader like Morgan Riley should have been. Or not Morgan Riley, sorry, Luke Shen should have been when he was came into this league. You know, go ride yeah. off and have yourself a dominant year in the dub and just come back next next year and make yourself a player. Uh, for me, I like Minton. I like what he's brought. He's uh, unselfish as well. He had a chance to bear down on a shot. Instead, made the nice dish, which will go a long way in the coach's eyes. So those little things are very important uh, for a player like Minton to understand and recognize those situations where a surefire goal was there and they took it. So yeah. I like what I've seen out of Minton as well. Yeah, no, uh, Minton's been in the W for three years now. He's he's slowly improved over time. He had over a point per game for Kamloops Blazers last year. Um, and it it is proving to us that these – few draft picks that we do have have been hitting and it's great to see that our organization is hitting on these things when we have contract talks with the big stars we'll be like hey listen we would love to keep you we're not going to pay you the amount of money if you want to stay here these boys are knocking at the door so if you want to stay on this team when we are good and you know we're good, you better fucking stay for a discount. But that's besides the point. Um, I I I I love that these these picks are hidden. Like Nye's in the second round, Minton in the second round, a late uh, first round draft pick in Cowan. Like these guys are are hitting at the the appropriate time, and uh, I can't wait to watch uh, watch and see them grow in the uh, CHL this year. They are, and that's the best part about it. Now, the other guy that a lot of people, we will talk about Nice here shortly. As you can see down the beautiful offside sandwich board, we'll work our way through. Um, and after this, of course, we'll touch on our friends over at DraftKings. But uh, Nick Robertson is a guy who 
hey, last night looked like a hockey player. Got out of the penalty box, had tissues up his nose, broke down the wing, scored the goal. Um, he's doing some of the things that you need him to do. This is a guy that I really think should be in the Maple Leafs lineup. And I think he'll only benefit from being in the Maple Leafs lineup. It's all fine and good to say go down and destroy the AHL. Make it the best thing you can and just be that great player down there yet again this year. This guy needs to be in the NHL and needs to show what he can be. That's just my two cents. I've yeah. said it to everyone and everybody keeps saying, well, where do you put him? Where do you place him? Well, if you're running I'm centers, Matthews, Nylander, and Tavares, each of them are going to need a speedy winger on their side and none better than Nick Robertson. And if it doesn't work, then you can send him down or ship him off somewhere else. But give the kid a little runway to play. Am I wrong on that one? No, you're not. I listened to his uh, little press conference question last night. Um, man, it, it's good to have it, it's good to have preseason games because it's nice to get the monkey off your back. It's nice for him to come in and put the puck in the net after how many shots on net throughout not a preseason, the first few preseason games. Yep. And obviously there's a lot of frustration that can, that can sink in with that, but he finally got one. Um, and he's, he's proving that, that patience is key with him. And of course he, he needed to put on size. He's, he is a very small individual and you can get knocked pretty easily in this league. And it's, he, he learned that firsthand. So, I'm glad he potted one last night. Um, this this kid, I I saw something on Twitter. Somebody was saying, "Oh, he's 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 crap," but it's like, dude, like he's only like 21, 22. Like, where's the patience in in our organization? Like, the poor guy Three has the guys hitting right away though. Morgan Riley stepped in. Mitch Marner, William Nylander, Austin what, Matthews. What do all of those have in common? They were first-round draft picks. They had the expectations of hitting. And most of them are top 10 first-round draft picks. But what did not- a lot of people sell us, to Dylan, about Nick Roberts in the past couple of years? That if the draft were to be redone, he would have been a first-round pick. Probably top 15 first-round pick. Not now, seeing what he has been, but then when he was raw, same thing with Matthew Nyes. Do you think that he would fall as far as he is if no. he were able to redraft and see what he could be? No, that kid would be definitely a top 10, maybe top 12 talent that would get however, drafted easily. However, like even even we're looking with Easton Cowan, like he is a late first round, and I agree that, that Robertson was kind of that first, or the late first, early second, which he ended up in. And it does take a little bit of time. Like there are guys in the big club that, uh, you know, kind of take priority over the younger guys, but. um, No, for sure. I think think Nick Robertson is taking his opportunity right now and he's, he's, he's doing the best he can. I, in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe just be a roster squeeze for Nick Robertson here with the Maple Leafs. We'll see what happens as it shakes out. But speaking of seeing what happens, Dylan, our friends over at the Hockey Podcast Network, they've partnered up with DraftKings, and you know how that goes. It's back for another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us up on all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. 
New customers can bet $5, yes, just $5, and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any game of this epic matchups this week and walk away an instant winner. Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now. Sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for your problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner of the Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA, 21+. Age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See sportspick.draftkings.com slash football for terms and eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. So get yourself over to DraftKings. Use the code THPN and we're on our roll with our friends at the Hockey Podcast Network. Speaking of on a roll, Mr. Matthew Nyes, come on down on a roll. Uh, This kid is going to be something for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I saw a tweet today from a Habs fan account, a Habs fan TV actually, talking about the fact that Matthew Nyes is an NHL-ready talent right now, and I fully believe it. I think Matthew Nyes will look good on this roster. I want to know what you think, Dylan. Is this kid a bona fide top sixer for the Maple Leafs? My My one initial thought is look at the kid's goddamn size, man. That kid is a beast. He is six foot three and like, 217 pounds. He weighs more than Austin Matthews, probably. I don't know what Austin weighed in his rookie year, but you he weighs more than Austin Matthews currently. Like he, he is a scary power forward and he is going to be dominant. He, you look for these these big guys, and I I took a look at the uh his draft year, and like there are some guys in the top 10. I would I would definitely exchange for him and even even being a different different team like not to not to dish on uh on john in your last podcast but uh the ottawa senators with tyler boucher at number 10 probably regret that pick a little bit uh knowing that nice was (laughs) sitting there in the second round but anyways this kid knows how to play he has a shot he he battles for the puck all the time and I, I think he's going to be a great asset in the top six, w- whether he's playing with Tavares or he's playing with Matthews and Marner. Um, this this guy just knows how to play. And um, I, I've I've been talking with um, my buddies a bit about like the fact that I know he's not can I don't I know he's not Canadian, but a lot of Canadian youngsters are choosing universities for hockey now, and and I think it it's helping a lot of these kids develop properly. Like if worst case scenario, you don't get to the NHL, you're saving yourself by going to school so that you have something at the end of it. And Matthew Nyes was dominant in Minnesota and 
uh, you saw it firsthand in the Frozen. I think it was the Frozen Four, or yeah, Frozen Four. Yep. Um, he came up shorthanded, obviously, in the finals. But um, this this kid is going to be something special, and uh, I'm I'm pumped for his young guns, and you know that. So, um, yeah, no. What what do you think of this kid? Is is he our next? Next guy, I can't I can't compare him to anybody else. Listen, as far as blue chipper prospects go, he is one of those. I don't care what anybody says. Go and take that to the bank. The kid's a blue chipper. You look at the things he's able to do with confidence and poise. He stick lifts. He's good on the wall. He shields with his body. He does a lot of things that players of his age usually don't do or his experience level in the NHL. But he's able to do those things, and he's tenacious on the puck. Look at the preseason goal he scored against Montreal, stripping the puck, going back and firing it in, um, getting those things done. It just all of those things matter. Those little things the Maple Leafs need so much of, they matter. So you definitely need to get those things from Matthew Nyes, and he's bringing them in absolute spades. So I'm loving what I'm seeing for this guy. And, yeah, Matthew Nyes is going to be something for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Buckle up, Leafs Nation. He's going to be something fun to watch. Now, something fun to watch with the Maple Leafs is Wool and Nye or Wool and Jones. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of injuries happening and I'm wondering what makes it through the waiver wire here. We know Wool is not going on the wire, but Jones will be in with Vasilevsky going down and other teams going down with injuries as well. I'm wondering what's going to happen. I got a little weightlifter here dropping 20 pounds on their foot. Wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no. So, Put it down. <laughs> so there we are. There we go. It's the family family plot. Okay, go sit down, bud. Um, yeah, so for me, I look at it like this and say, Wool has got to stay here. You don't give up on a young talent. You finally developed. Hello, Ottawa. <laughs> giving up on their Vassie Thompson guy. Uh, what do you think here for the goalies? Um, so I, I listened to Jones's uh, press conference. Well, it was press conference uh, questions last night. Um and one of the the guy that asked the question last night, he he goes, so you know, like you're taking your opportunity well here in Toronto. Like, uh, would you be devastated if you were put on waivers and had to go play somewhere else? But it's like, why are you asking these questions right now? Like, the poor guy's just trying to prove to the league that he belongs still. And um, of course, oh, he belongs. Jones definitely oh, belongs. Holy oh, I know. But it would suck. It it's gonna suck to lose them. However, um, I I think Tampa will be the first team to scoop him up. He's had some great preseason games. Um, that save, I don't know who it was on, but uh, he saved it right at the post and just he just stood up and stayed there. I was just like, this man is confident, and it's it's great to see. I think he was in San. I don't I don't know if it, San Jose was his first team or not, but. Um, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit there and then he found himself in Seattle, which was obviously amazing for him. He had a great season last year and, um, uh, I like to see him in blue and white, but it, it's, it's, it's about two goalies basically this, this time of year rather than three. So, um, I, I think he'll get an opportunity elsewhere, regardless if it's, you know, Colorado, if it's Tampa Bay, um, I know that he can take the reins as a number one string for t Tampa, but I know that Colorado also is looking for a backup to uh, Georgiev. So 
Um, what are your thoughts, James? I know that uh, it, it's basically inevitable that that wall will not go on waivers. So wall won't go on waivers. Here's my thing, and this is my piece of it. I think they find a way to stash Cali Aaron for a couple of weeks. Wait for the waters to calm because it will calm down. Teams will make their moves. And yep. then when those moves are made, I think that's when you start to see the Leafs uh, do things on the waiver wire. Not saying they're doing any shenanigans with Cali Arncroke, but he has not played. He's been on limited ice time. He practiced with the group today that wasn't playing. So we shall see what happens. But for me, Wool stays. Jones will go on the wire when it sees fit. And Brandon Pridham will work every bit of capologist magic that he can do to keep Jones around because obviously – the team sees a fit with him too. Yeah, at least he's on league men, so it's not drastic that you have to move something significant in order to Yeah, you can figure out. it out. Speaking of league men, there's a guy that's looking good and will be at league men on the fourth line, Noah Gregor. Um, and it seems, I put this out to you guys in our group chat, it seems like Sheldon Keith has found his fourth line, in my opinion. Yeah. Noah Gregor, David Camp, and Ryan Reeves look to be a unit that has gone through the preseason. They've played together. They've been together. I want to know what are your thoughts on Noah Gregor, David Camp, and Ryan Reeves. Noah Gregor, not going to put you up a bunch of points, but can chip in. Physical. David Camp, not going to put you up a bunch of points, but still, we'll get you some. Ryan Reeves will just really shut anything down, the shenanigans. So I'm wondering, what do you think of that line? Um, Noah Gregor, I don't know. I think it was last night's game. He was playing, obviously, with some young guys. And um, I don't know if it led to a goal or not, but he was hard on the puck. He made a turnover. Like, he picked up the puck from the uh, Montreal player and uh, made a great, great play. Um, I think he's a little bit speedy, which is great to see if on a fourth line because you need a little bit of speed, and obviously you need the grit and somebody that's consistent on faceoffs. So we have all all of that and all three guys. So um, I think Gregor's taking this opportunity um, to hop into the lineup where he can prove that he can, he can steal a roster spot from whoever's the odd man out. Basically. I think it's Gambrell or however. Well, Dylan Gambrell is out with a concussion, so he won't be playing anytime soon. So Noah Gregor might just slid himself into that spot where Dylan Gambrell was and, Maybe when Gambrell's healthy, he's on waivers and down to the minors are gone. So we yeah. shall see what happens there. But yeah, no, this this fourth line is great. Uh, I, I think uh, basically you're just trying to see where these other young guys are going to fit on the roster and on the wings, wherever else it falls. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I think you like the I think you like the grit. Uh, I know you. We've been talking about it all off season leading up to this. So um, we're excited. Listen, as Clark says, the uncles in Toronto will be excited. I think we'll all be excited because we got a guy like Ryan Reeves, right? And we'll talk about him now. That really is going to set some tones, I think, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it doesn't have to be every game, but it can be games where you know there's going to be a little extra rattery going on, a little extra greasy guys running up and down the lines. So you'll have Ryan Reeves out there just to do the old muscle pump and, you know, just get in people's faces and be like, who, you? Come on now. You know, because there's not a lot of guys that really want to go to -to toe-to-toe with Reeves. I want to know from you, Dylan, now that you've seen him on the ice with the Maple Leafs and 
there has been some reeve effect he's played the body he's good on the cycle actually with that fourth line seen it a couple times now be a preseason i get it but he's going to be going up against lines like that in the regular season so if they can get any sustained zone time like that where you know you're being physical and chipping away at guys i like it and i like what he's brought so far and he doesn't look out of place speed wise especially no. with guys who are going balls to the wall to try to make a roster. Yeah, no, he's, in my opinion, the most intimidating man on the, on the ice uh, in NHL. So um, having him on the roster means a lot to these big guys. Um, he's, he's going to do what he's paid to do. So um, in my eyes, I think that he'll be playing most of the rivalry games, uh, i.e., Ottawa, Montreal, Boston. Uh, yeah. I think I think we can sign up for a big Milan, Lucic, and Ryan Reeves fight this this coming year. I see a Vander Kane, Ryan Reeves again. Oh, of course. Uh, but those guys do have a lot of uh, appreciation for each other. I know that. Uh, I think it was Ryan Reeves that stepped on Evander Kane's wrist back uh, a season or two ago. But. Um, Man, I, I'm pumped. I we haven't had grit in this lineup in since Colton Orr in my eyes, but um yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe he becomes the uh, next biggest selling jersey in sports. Who Just knows? has to step up one time in a fight against a guy that we've hated for years, and he instantly not that he already isn't, but instantly will be a fan favorite and a folklore legend when he steps up and pummels the hell out of someone that's just been a thorn in our side, whoever it may be. Brad the Rat Marchand. Knocks Marchand in the middle of the next week. Whoever it He's is. He's been up to some fucking antics already uh, with the Captain C. God damn, I've seen Ah, him. He's just having his fun. He's Marshy. As I always say, Marchand is a guy that you hate to play against but would love on your squad well ladies and gentlemen this is the leaf week weekender i'm james the host this is dylan d434 check them out on youtube check them out on twitter tiktok get into the action we are live on sundays and wednesdays and if it changes we'll put out a poster about it but ladies and gentlemen this is offside hockey talk where the maple leafs and hockey come to talk 